Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your intention and your desire to um, strike out a long-term deal uh, with two of this offseason. Yeah, no, we've had uh, conversations, like we said, we wouldn't talk with you know, throughout the season uh, in terms of contract stuff. But we've stayed in touch with his agent, um, had good conversations throughout the year, um, never talking about money or anything, just good conversations about, you know, where he is and the relationship with Mike and the team here and everything he's done. And, you know, so the goal is to have him here uh, long-term playing at a high level. So, you know, that's always the goal. And um, we'll continue and we'll communicate with him through the off season here and, and like we've always said in the past, you know, you guys know me, we don't really talk to the media <laughs> through all that stuff. So we'll just we'll keep all those talks internal and with his rep, reps. All right. That was Chris Greer. Joining us right now is Chris Perkins from the Sun Sentinel. Perk, how you doing, man? Hey, Joe, I'm, I'm doing good, man. It is, it is uh, playoff time. The Dolphins are out, but I love this time of year, baby. Love yeah, it. I am, I am with you. Hey, so... Uh, uh, just reading some of your stuff here recently, and uh, you, you're burning it up pretty good. First of all, your thoughts on uh, what Chris was just talking about with Tua Tungavailoa going forward. What do you do if you're the Miami Dolphins? Boy, Joe, I got to make him prove it. I, I, he, he plays next year on the fifth-year option, and after that, I, I see where it goes. I'm not giving him a contract extension this offseason because I don't know – I, I don't know what all Tua can do to move the needle. I, 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 I think we've seen uh, the best of Tua, and, and this is not a, a, a slight in any way, but he's not the guy who makes this offense go. Tyreek Hill is the guy who makes this offense go, and so I, I, can't, I can't pay Tua top-level money. I, I could, I, if he would go for something around 35 Thirty-eight million a oh, year. Now you're being disrespectful, Perk. Now you're being disrespectful. He's not going to do that. I know. No, he's got no reason. I wouldn't do that if I'm too. I'll let yeah. the Dolphins. Daniel I'll Jones is at forty million dollars, and you want me right. to take thirty-five? Come on, right. Perk. I know. So I know. So so I, I, if I'm the Dolphins, uh, we're we're I'm not signing him. We'll I'll franchise him for twenty twenty-five if I have to. Wow. Listen, I, and I understand your position, Perk. I I have softened. You know, I'm a tool believer. But I have yep, softened yep. my stance on the need to lock him up to a long-term deal. If it doesn't financially benefit me, I, I you know, and I'm offering him a seventy cents on the dollar deal. If you don't take it, you don't take it. Um, but but some of the things that you have written, Perk, you know, got a little under my skin, just because, uh, you know, y- you always want to bring up the one in six record against playoff teams and. 
and yep. and and the fact that they flatlined at the end of the season, you don't put any asterisk by it because of the injuries. He doesn't need to. You've done it for everybody. Uh, you, you don't put you, you don't factor in the fact that Raheem and and Waddle and Tyreek are out there playing on one leg and. None, none, and that they have to sign oh, the oldest deep pass rushing unit. Leg, first of all, huh, the oldest pass rushing oh. unit in NFL history. Oh goodness gracious! Oh, stop with all that mess. Listen, that that was late season stuff. That doesn't explain. But they flatlined in late season. Buffalo. Listen, it doesn't explain why you lost at Buffalo forty-eight to twenty. Doesn't explain why you lost at Philly thirty-one to seventeen. Doesn't explain why you lost to Kansas City twenty-one to fourteen. You were healthy for all those games and on That's the road. At the end of at, and on the road. Listen, oh, here, here's this is the bottom line to me. The Dolphins need to figure out whether the Mike McDaniel offense works. To me, this offense, as constructed, does not work. It was the now, number one offense Mike in the NFL, Perk. It was the number one offense in the NFL, Perk. But let's let's go to that. Oh. In those seven games against playoff teams, they averaged 16.1 points per game. 16.1, oh, they got outscored by an average score of 32 to 16. You weren't even close when you played the top teams in the league. You were outscored by a total of 110 points in those seven games. These are the teams you need to beat to win a Super Bowl. You're not going to see... Carolina and, and, and these teams on the way to the Super Bowl, you're going to see Buffalo, Baltimore, Kansas City, the teams that you cannot beat. That's the problem. Now, I don't think that Mike McDaniel needs to be fired. That would be ridiculous. That would be crazy. I mean, you put him on the hot seat, though. Job. You put him yes, on the hot oh, seat, though. 100%. 100%. And, and here's why. The clock is ticking on this offense, right? The clock is yes. ticking on this team. If you don't get it together next season – that's pretty much, you know, your, your, super, your, your major Super Bowl window is closed. So, you know, to me, the big thing you have to do is figure out how do you fix the offense. Do you need a receiving tight end? Do you need a power back? Do you need to simplify the pre-snap motion? Do you need to have uh, Frank Smith call plays? I think McDaniel should call plays, but all of this stuff has to be discussed. It has to be, and you've got to do a hard evaluation of this offense, because here's what we know. What you're doing is not working, and you cannot continue to do in year three what you did in years one and two. So, Perk, I, I want to ask you, do you, you think it's more about a system, or do you think it needs to be an upgrade in, in physical talent? I think it's more about your system. Because I, I, I'm saying that Omar knows this is, this is like my whole thing with this offense. It's about two things, Tyreek and the threat of Tyreek. And you look at these good the, the games against the good teams. The, the Dolphins are two and five in games where Tyreek does not get 100 yards receiving. And do you know why? It's not because Tyreek Tyreek shrinks to the challenge. It's because teams know if we shut down Tyreek, this offense can't score. It's ineffective. Look, I, I mean, I respect Jalen Waddle, excellent excellent receiver. He's not going to beat you. I respect Raheem Mostert, good running back. He's not going to beat you. I mean. For whatever you want to say about the rushing game, um, what, number six in the league, right, at 135.6 per game, they, in the, seven, in the seven games against playoff teams, they rushed for over 100 yards five times. So it, it didn't make a difference. The run game is not how you win. It's the pass game, and the pass game can be shut down. 
Perk, you know, you know, he's not going to change that system. Now he's going to add some things on, maybe yeah. simplify some things, like you're talking right. about. Maybe less, you know, m- less motion, especially on the road when it's when it's loud. I, yep. but yep. but it, that system's not going to change. You you can upgrade it a little bit on talent, but boy, I, right. I don't see any major changes taking place. And and Perk. How are how are you financially, and how many more big moves can you make? I think you got to use these draft picks for and draft guys instead of trade them for for proven players. What do you think? No, I, I agree with that, Joe. I, I'm, look, I, I, you you're right. You're pretty strapped. Like it, big big moves are are really you know that would require a lot of gymnastics. I, I don't think the offense needs any big additions. You've got to tweak how you call plays and where you go with the ball and. And, and things like that, you've got to make sure that you don't have too much on Tua's plate. Like, again, you averaged 29.2 points per game during the season. But when you play those seven playoff teams, you drop down to 16.1. Why is that? Like, you, you aren't beating anybody averaging 16.1 points per no. game. You don't need to revamp the whole offense. That won't happen, but you've got to tweak it. You've got to make changes. That's what's got to happen, Joe. Now, now, you talk about changes. Derrick Henry has kind of batted his eye, uh, winked at the Miami Dolphins. Uh, he's he's out there as a free agent. And there are a number of free agent backs like Josh Jacobs. Do you think that upgrading the back and maybe changing the style of back could bring that physicalness that this team lacks? Yes, 100%. You know I'm a Derrick Henry fan. Oh, you know when we were working together at the Sentinel, when Derrick Henry was coming out of the draft, I wrote a column saying they should draft Derrick Henry. That it was, I think it, it was between Ezekiel Elliott and Derrick Henry at the two top backs that year. And, and the Dolphins would have had to do something to, to get Derrick Henry because where they were picking was too high and, and, and uh, their next pick, I think, was too low to get him. So they would have had to make some moves. No, but, actually, they drafted he, Xavier Howard before he got selected. So um, Yeah, know. I think Derrick Henry went in the second round, though, didn't he? he? Yes, he did. He yeah, went in the I second think, round. Yeah. Yeah, so any, anyway, I, I, what, what the, the bottom line is they need something like a Derrick Henry or some kind of a, 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 a bigger tight end target or, or something has to change. Oh, again, uh, Owen Joe, they cannot roll this same offense out there. They, in, in, in it was the number one offense, Perk. It was the number one offense in the NFL. Raheem Mostert outperformed Derrick Henry. Raheem Mostert averaged 67.5 yards per game. That's not a good rushing attack, though. Okay. That's not. He he also scored 21 touchdowns. Yes, he had one rushing touchdown. He played five games against those top playoff teams. One rushing touchdown. He missed two of those games due to injury. One rushing touchdown. I mean, how can you – the numbers, you look at the numbers against the top teams – how can you deny that this offense does not work? Because the like, whole season isn't just against the top teams. It, and it was the number the one offense for the most. whole season. Yeah, when you score 70 against Denver and, and 42 against Carolina and 30 against the Jets and 34 against the Jets, yeah, yeah. But what did, what did you do twice against Kansas City? What did you do twice against Buffalo? What did you do against Baltimore? Again, these are the teams you're going to see in the playoffs. You're not seeing those other teams in the playoffs. I don't care how you did against them. Hey, Perk, let me ask I, you. I let me ask you this one. This is interesting. Um, I, I think I think more of Jalen Waddle than you do by just what you said. But but I think they need a third guy because I think the drop off yeah. after Jalen Waddle, 
uh, really hurt the team when one guy goes down and uh, as a Tua doesn't have a lot of confidence and it looks like in the rest of the guys because he didn't throw it to him very much or they're not open. Um, would you agree you got to upgrade that, try to maybe go get in a, a third receiver and um, you're not big on Waddle, huh? No, I, I respect Jalen Waddle. I, I think that he is a really good number two receiver, Joe, but look around the league. How many number two receivers are going to beat you? Like if, if you look at Cincinnati that – Jamar Chase is number one. T. Higgins is number two. Is T. Higgins going to beat you? You respect the man. Like, I respect Jalen Waddle. He's Jalen Waddle is a Pro Bowl caliber player, but he's not going to beat you. And I, I agree with you on the number three receiver, Joe. It could be a tight end. It could be a slot receiver. It could be whatever. Yeah. But you need another option, another set of hands. Like, again, we've seen for, for 36 games, you know – Mike McDaniel is 20 and 16. You've got too much talent to be four games over 500 with this team. So, again, we know what you're doing offensively does not work. You've got to make changes. You cannot do the same thing next season. Hey, Absolutely can't. Hey, Park, i got to ask you one last question before we go here. Dave, uh, Dave wrote an article in the Sun Sentinel about Chris Greer. Basically called his ass out completely, to be honest. Um what do you think of that article? Spot on. Spot on. Because, look, after this season, you've got to make some decisions here that did, did all this stuff under Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel work. Chris Greer is the one who is mostly responsible for this, right? He's the GM. He's the most important man in the organization. He acquires the talent. So, yeah, ultimately, this is, this is on Chris Greer. And if it doesn't work, I don't see how he can survive. If you're Steve Ross, I mean, you've you spent all these draft picks and invested all this money. You've got Tyreek and Teron and Jalen Ramsey and Jalen Waddle, Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb, Tua, Raheem, and, and you're only four games over 500 and, and you can't win a playoff game? Come on. yeah, You can't keep your job after all of these resources have been devoted. You've traded first-round picks. Yeah. And you haven't won a playoff game? Yeah, Greer's got to be held responsible. All right. Boy, I'll tell you what. You, uh, on a Friday, you kind of, I don't know what's going on in that personal life, but, boy, you brought it today. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It sounds like you might be completely single right now because you, you, you brought it today, man. I'm, I'm walking around. I'm, I'm running out of breath here. <laughs> I'm, I'm fired up, man. I'm going to play golf. I'm going to play golf with Adam Beasley there's at noon. There's going to be some 300-yard drives. So oh, man. Up, hey, don't I'm get so Bees going. Up. Hell, Bees going to stay away from us after listening to you, man, for sure. Perk, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, fellas. Talk to you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.